Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Hi. Hello. Hi. How goes? How goes? Good. Good, Good, what's new? Good, 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 good. I have been watching a lot of TV recently, as one does in the winter. Yes. I'm having the winter blues a little bit, but... It's a sunny day, which is nice. I know. I know. Thank goodness, because it hadn't been sunny Mm -hmm. in days. I need that... I was going to... Is it melatonin? No, that's what puts you to sleep. That's what puts you to sleep. Serotonin Serotonin. is what you're thinking of. Yes. I am filled with melatonin. I need more (laughs) serotonin. (laughs) I... Have you finished Bridgerton? Oh, I finished it in a day. Yeah. In one day. Obsessed. I've seen it twice now. I was hot and bothered all day long. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. I would be watching. Yeah, I'd watch it in the living room. And then Joe was working. And I would just yell, boobs. Anytime (laughs) there were (laughs) boobs on the screen. Dude, that honeymoon episode is just hachi machi wow yeah it was it's a great great show i highly recommend it it's a shonda rhimes new show on netflix and it's what did i describe it as a sexy pride and prejudice mixed with gossip girl yeah for and it's kind of like an old school rom-com where it's like they pretend to like each other but right. then they fall in love. You know what surprise, I mean? Surprise, like, surprise. Right? But I didn't Spoiler even really, alerts. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> come on. But I didn't even think of that. Like, it's like, um, what is the movie where she walks down the stairs? She takes off of her, her glasses and her ponytail. And all of a sudden, she's, like, beautiful. I mean, every movie from the 80s. That is true. What is not another teen movie where she falls through the stairs have you seen not another tea movie <gasps> after this podcast you have to go watch it it makes fun of all of those movies i love those tropes though they're, they're i know what make them fun i know so do i but it's hilarious she's like the music stops or like music different music starts and it's all like romantic and she's walking down the stairs and the stairs collapse from underneath amazing <laughs> Amazing. So it's it. like the like scary movie five or whatever where it exactly. makes fun of all the scary movies. Exactly. It's good. It was you so good. I love uh, it. What else are you watching? I also started The Wilds today. Have you heard of it? Never heard of it. No. It's a new show on Amazon Prime. New-ish. Mm. I think it's new within the last like two months. And it's like these teenage girls get like they were like flying on this private jet to go to like this feminist retreat in Hawaii and then it crashes and it's just I think I heard about this on a different podcast it's like how Mm -hmm. they survive right there's there's a bunch of twists and turns and they kind of dive into like each person's like backstory too past I do like shows that like go back and forth Mm -hmm. like that is it did you ever watch lost when it very first came out I was very young Oh, There's no polar bears it. yet. I no was going to say, is there black smoke? <laughs> no, those are the only two things that I remember about Lost were the polar bear and the black smoke. And neither of those things have happened yet. But I would well, recommend it. I'll have like, to check it out. Yeah, because I don't know. I was starting to like rewatch Shit's Creek, but I'm like, I already know everything. I love like, Shit's I, Creek. Mm-hmm, I wanted just like a new show that like I could. I'm trying to think of what we just watched. Oh, if you're looking for trashy reality television, which always, always, are you the one on Netflix? It's a show from back in like 2013, 2014. Wasn't that on like VH1 or MTV or MTV, something? Yeah. And it, Joe watched it with me. It is so good. It's is that the one where they're like everyone has a perfect match there and they have to try they have to find... try to match yeah. up so it's like a mix between like a love r- show mixed with 
like they win a million dollars split between these 20 people if they right. get their matches but it's a lot of like people falling for each other and then realize finding out that they're not they're each not. other's match so there's a lot of, and they the contestants that come on the show are notoriously bad at relationships so they're all a bunch of kind of trashy people kind of like with. what was that netflix show that was really the like hot, oh you know what i'm talking about is it love island no the one like where they were all like really sexy people and then they couldn't like do anything oh i know what you're talking about too hot to handle was that too it? hot to handle i didn't yeah. watch that one but oh, no, so I, I highly recommend we were so into it and we were just like, you guys are idiots. Like, you're not playing the, the game right. It was we don't care about your heart. You have to go for what's true. Seriously. Like, I have also dug back into uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh, never watched the, it. The new season is airing and I didn't realize with we do YouTube TV mm-hmm. um, when I saved the new season, the old season also saved too so like i'm watching last season to get ready for this season i just love it so much i've never oh. watched it it's so good it's like america's next top model but i love america's if it was next with drag queens they're so funny and it's like if rupaul is just like the coolest person on the face of the earth okay and so and so out. tall um guess what's on tonight the bachelor 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 I Very interesting first episode. You got a vibrator, um, a group prayer, yeah, and yeah, it, and the first impression Rose went to the person it should have agreed, which was incredible for went to a girl who is has, deaf. She has cochlear implants, right? Right. That's incredible. And she was super sweet. I actually really like Matt. I like that he doesn't know. Right. That is refreshing. He doesn't know how to play the game. Um, I think the producers influenced him to keep the queen. Oh, yeah. Queen Victoria. Absolutely. But I'm excited for this season. I think so many beautiful people. It's ridiculous. It's also okay. So remember when we talked about the pizza entrance that I would do if I was on The Bachelor? Mm -hmm. Somebody did it, right? I they listened to this podcast (laughs) and they stole my idea. (laughs) Give us that cred. Give us the shout out. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I think it'll be a good season. I'm excited because, like you said, he hasn't been on the show before, so he doesn't really know all the the tropes and stuff mm-hmm. but that also double-edged sword could mean you know that the producers have a Push bigger him. say on him because Colton on his season he was like he played it like he played the game on the other yeah. side he kept it hidden from the producers who he really liked because he didn't want them to like try and yeah mess it up so I don't know I don't know he- he seems pretty strong-willed. I don't know how I feel about Heather coming yeah. in the preview. Like, come on. I mean, they always Ugh. bring people back, right? I know, they brought but like, like Becca Tilly back on Chris, not Crystal's. Was it Chris? Oh, no, yeah. she was on Crystal's, but Ben's. then came for Ben's season. I do yeah. love Becca Tilly. She's cool. I love her podcast with Tanya. Do you listen to it? Mm-mm. You should. It's really good. Oh, so many uh, things. I know. There's so many things to watch and listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Sounds good to me. And then we'll be back with our guest. You, you. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and 
we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the carrot done lash lift, and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So yes. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, so if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment, and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. On today's podcast, we have Shelly Cruzen. She is part owner operator of a new wedding event coordinating business, Terracotta Events. Um, so there wasn't much intro that I could write because they're new to the town, um, but I wanted to pass it over to Shelly to kind of, I don't know, fill us in on how you got started, who you are, what you guys do. Yeah. Well, first I want to say thank you for having me on today. We are super excited. When I say we, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Terracotta, um, we are a wedding planning business here in the Des Moines area. Um, I am the owner and then I have a lead wedding planner, um, Olivia, who is joined me on this crazy adventure that we started last year. <laughs> um, but we'll hop onto that a little bit later. But kind of a gist of who we are and what we do. Um, we are wedding planners here in the Des Moines area. We assist couples on their journey, whether it's from meeting with them when they recently get engaged, halfway through their wedding planning, or just when it comes to day of. We're there to make sure that it's stress-free and everything goes according to planned and, you know, just making sure that they're able to enjoy their day while we are doing the legwork for them pretty much is the grand scheme of things. A lot of people don't understand, you know, what the reason is for a wedding planner, why they want one. But again, you can't be in two places at one. As one bride put it to me one time, uh, while they're off doing hair and makeup, you know, we're at the venue making sure that things are getting set up for whether it's for the um, reception time or cocktail hour, or even if you're at a church um, having ceremony space there, anything that needs to come to the ceremony space, to reception space, we're there to help with all the legwork um, and make sure everything goes as smooth as possible. I love it. That was like <laughs> my main reason for getting a wedding planner for our day right? was mainly for the day of coordination because I want to relax and enjoy my wedding day and not be anxious. Like, did the grooms put their boutonnieres on right? You know, right. and we both have very large families. And I was like, look, I don't want to be the one yelling at people on my wedding day because I just mm -hmm. want to chill and relax have someone there who can coordinate all of that make sure everyone's getting ready and yeah mm -hmm. like you said the tables are getting set up while hair and makeup is going on mm -hmm. yeah Absolutely. there's a lot of little detailing that people don't understand that could go into the day of um that they don't realize until the day happens and then it's over with and they're like oh I forgot about that stuff or I actually forgot about the cake topper because no one was able to put it on you know yeah. it's those little things that you wouldn't think about until you sit down with the client and you review like step by step or like the timeline for the day and they're like oh yeah I totally forgot about that right. so how did you come up with the name terracotta events yeah so I actually had terracotta um in the back of my mind for a while um, kind of the beginning of 2020. So a little bit of background about me. I was actually previously known as Shelly Page Weddings. Um, so Shelly Page and then my middle name's okay. Page. Um, and I started that back in 2016. And that was mostly just a side business for me while doing full-time jobs. Um, I started off doing that. And then um, once COVID hit, things got a little crazy. A lot of weddings postponed to 2021. Um, and at that time I had been furloughed from my job and I was like, you know, what am I going to do for the time being? You know, weddings are still happening. So let's just go ahead and start a new whole business. <laughs> Cause you know, why not? Right. Perfect why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started Terracotta and I actually kind of came up with the name when I was scrolling through Pinterest one day, I wanted something that was different and unique from any other kind of wedding planner. And I mean, this in the nicest way possible. <laughs> um, nothing to like cookie cutter in a way. Right. Um, I wanted to stand out, be different and unique and something that's going to last for 
the years to come pretty much. Um, so that's kind of why I came up with terracotta events. And if anything, if I wanted to add on any kind of, uh, you know, like necessities to that business, it's not going to be too like formal, like just like wedding planning, you know? So that's kind of how I came up with the name and I wanted to be more a team atmosphere. That's why I actually brought on Olivia um, after she interned with me this past summer and wanted to kind of build it that way instead of just having it be under me and mostly because I want to have a life again <laughs> as you guys know um weddings can take over your life um so I also wanted to just you know bring on girls who potentially want to get into entrepreneuring um just to give it a try uh, a lot of girls reach out to me for internships um at Iowa State and they're just like you know I want to see if this is something I'm interested in and then potentially go on and do it so it's just a great way for people to try something and um you know see if that's kind of the way they want to go but yeah I just my goal with terracotta is just to create a, a team base and have everyone in their own little niche um and what they specialize at because they always say you know if you're good at something focus on it and if you're not pass it off to someone else so that's kind yeah, of right. goal with terracotta so Allie and I actually the first day we met kind of bonded over just what you were talking about with <laughs> having a company that isn't necessarily based off of your name so mm -hmm. when you do expand it's easy for people to you know, feel loyal to, or feel like they can have like some kind of ownership in the business and not that they're yeah. just working for one person. Does that make right. sense? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It definitely promotes a team atmosphere as opposed to you work underneath for me. me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I was chuckling to myself before we started this because we kind of have a running joke oh, around yeah. here about <laughs> Um, our listeners like taking shots every time the word terracotta is brought up because we're always like oh my gosh like I love this terracotta color like so this whole episode like sorry listeners if you're playing along you're just gonna get wasted yeah wasted we should have done it too and just oh my gosh hammered on a Monday me? at four <laughs> I mean it's happy hour technically so it's fine. yeah it is you know got a pregame for that bachelor tonight oh, oh yeah Oh, so fun. So you've been, you said you started um, wedding planning then in, did you say 2016? Yes, correct. Okay. So four years. Do you have like a favorite part of the wedding day that like you just really always look forward to? I would say it's actually not really like a point in the wedding. It's kind of, um, I don't know how to explain it, but um, at the end of the night, you know, when the reception's going on, everyone's dancing, um, you know, throughout the whole day, I get so many thank yous from the bride and groom and their families. But the ones that always catch me off, catch me off guard sometimes is actually when um, it's the guests who come up to me and say thank you. Um, and those are the kind of moments where it's just like, oh, like, you're welcome. Like, they don't even know who I am or what I'm really doing. But they're just like, we see you running around like a mad woman. <laughs> we know <laughs> you're in charge. Like, they already know they're like, I know this bride and groom are so thankful to have you here. And like, thank you from us to, um, for making it, you know, their day that they've always wanted. So it's just kind of like that moment, like, you know, again, they're able to enjoy their day and sit back and relax while we do all the, um, behind the scenes work for them. And just like seeing everyone out there really dancing. And then the bride comes up to me always. And it's just like, I can't thank you enough for everything you did today. Here's a glass of wine. And so I sit back and pretty much cheers to myself. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. So yeah, it's not really um, a moment in the wedding. Um, I mean, every part of the wedding is special to me, but it's just like that end of the day where it's just like, it's all come together and they're just out there having a good time. That Ooh. overall feeling. Yeah. Almost relief and happiness all together. It is. Yeah. And it's funny because I still get nervous like every time right before the first or like she walks on the aisle like with her and her dad I'm always like okay music cueing and timing and is everyone ready is everyone standing and it that's so after that point it's just like a breath of fresh air it's like whew, okay we did it we made it past that now we can go party <laughs> yeah so I, exactly what are some things that wedding planners do that you think would surprise people that that's actually your job. So one of the things that we do, and I don't think a lot of people probably know is that we actually like the first person there and then the last person to leave besides the person who opens and closes the venue. <laughs> um, some people just think that we're there just to make sure that, you know, everyone's having your time or things are placed and done right. But we're there running around again, like 
guests come up to us and they're like, we just see you dashing from one part to another and we have no idea what you're doing, but you're doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's just a lot of little things that we can take all the stuff from the ceremony space, bring it over to the reception space. If you are getting hair and makeup done at a hotel and your florist is only able to drop off their um, flowers and boutonnieres at the venue because they have other weddings to go off and do, we are the ones, you know, who are able to go and grab all that stuff and bring it over to them um, at the either reception space or at the hotel, wherever they're doing pictures at. We actually carpool our bride and groom everywhere. (laughs) A lot of people don't really know that we do that as well. Um, And just making sure that, you know, everything is done in um, a timely manner. Um, And, you know, collaborating and working with all the other vendors, people don't really understand that we when we say, you know, we're there day of, we aren't just getting in contact with you that week. We're actually getting in touch with you 90 days. And even before that with unlimited text, emails, and calls, like we're never just going to like say, Oh, great. You signed with us. We'll meet you in 90 days. And then like go from there. Like we will guide them and talk to them the entire time, whatever questions they may have, whether it's a big one or a little one, we just want to make sure that we're there for them and we're guiding them and then meeting with them um, at their time and point, whatever package they end up choosing with um, and making sure that they're um, everything's covered and ready for that day. So when, again, a lot of people, I think kind of the misconception is, Oh, they're like, Oh, well, you're only there for the day up. I only need to pay you for that. Or you've got to be there for that. It's like, no, actually we're there a lot further in advance than you might think we are. So. Yeah. So you kind of, you touched on your client relationships. Seems like you're in contact quite a bit. Do <laughs> yeah. They, do they end up feeling more like friends by the end of a oh, day yeah. or? Yeah, it's, that's probably like the best feeling too. It's, um, I mean, everyone always ends up following me on all social media platforms, <laughs> even like my personal pages. Um, so they get to see what I'm doing, even not when I'm working. Um, so they get to know like the real me, which I think is a huge thing. People always say, you know, showing up and showing what you do. So clients can kind of be like, oh, I do the same thing. I go biking as well. So you have something to talk to us um, like during meetings or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're always thankful for what we're doing and, um, you know, being for them. And then even like the moms, they're just, you know, they're like, you're kind of like our mediator because we had this big question beforehand and then we come sit down and then you help us decide, um, you know, kind of what we want the actual plan to be. They're like, oh, perfect. And so it's like a sign of relief after every time they meet with me, they're just like, oh, they're fine. Like Shelly's got it. Like, I don't have to worry about a thing. And even like after the wedding, um, again, I have, everyone follows each other. Um, I'm like, Oh, there go my little, my little kids. Like they're going off and they're going back into the big world. And then I see them off having, buying houses and having babies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, there they are. So just gonna it's just one, along. like relationship to have and just to keep them. And then they're like my best word of mouth, um, you know, oh, yeah. new clients. So a lot of my previous brides, um, if they have friends who are getting married, they're always like, reach out to Shelly um, and she'll help you. So always good to have that relationship to connect that and make that first thing because they're going to be the ones who help um, recommend you so yeah I totally agree there's so many times that I'll be shooting a wedding and a bridesmaid will be getting married the next year and will reach out to me because they see I mean it's important that they see you day of too Mm -hmm. working so hard um and having always so fun yeah having that relationship with your clients too if they see that you guys get along so well and it's not super like business you know right forward (laughs) then people feel more comfortable having you there on their most important day so far Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so you said that you sometimes shuttle the bride and groom around so do you just have like a lifetime membership to Mr. Car Wash because like I would be terrified to have a bride and groom in my car holy cow usually usually they let me know um if they are looking to get in my car and go somewhere I'm like okay <laughs> gonna go clean it out this week um right. But yeah, no, I mean, I keep a pretty clean car, except my dog sometimes. She puts her for everywhere. So I make sure the bride sits in the front and if anyone else can sit in the back. And then I always have a lint roller on hand, just in Mm. case. I love it. Um, You've got really great client relationships. What do your relationships with vendors look like? And how, as vendors, can we help you guys? Yeah. 
Um, so client relationship with vendors, um, I would say are like fabulous. We do, um, a lot of style shoots, um, Mm -hmm. we're kind of prepping for some here in the new year and all the vendors I've worked with at weddings, um, they end up love working with us. They're like, can I have a wedding planner every single time I have a bride? I'm like, okay, well then go let your brides know to hire us. (laughs) Um, because they're also thankful for it as well. You know, there's a lot of unanswered questions that can come up on day of, and instead of running off to again, the bride or groom or their families, they can run directly to us. And if we may not know the answer, we'll kind of poker face it and say, this is what we're going to do. And this is how it's going to be done, you know? Um, so they really appreciate it. Um, and, you know, and just making sure things are getting done again, some vendors, they can only be there for a short window and some of them are there all day with us. Um, so, you know, making sure like, Hey, if you have a question or, um, if we're running behind on hair and makeup or first look needs to be pushed back, you know, we're all in coherence and like, you know, making sure that, the bride and groom, um, are like prepared and ready for each wing and, you know, just being in communication pretty much. Yeah. Um, so they really, truly love that. Um, and again, they have that one point of contact to go to instead of them trying to get a hold of every other one and making sure details are kind of going aligned. But yeah, I mean, I love the Des Moines vendors. I always feel like, and like you guys understand, you guys are in the wedding um, industry as well, but it's a smaller knit community than like, some people really think. Um, and we're all there to really help each other. I mean, at the end of the day, like we're doing what we love, um, for our clients. So why would, you know, we try to make it frustrating for everyone when, you know, it's not even our day. (laughs) So I always say that wedding days with a wedding planner just run so much more smoothly. And I think we've talked about this before, Allie, where if the wedding doesn't have a wedding planner, the photographer almost kind of becomes that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We kind of keep the schedule and, you know, mm-hmm. make sure dances get started on time and yeah, because it's all huge. that stuff. So because I mean, like your guests are sitting there for an amount of time sometimes, and I've been to weddings where I'm like, okay, like what's gonna be going on? Like what's happening next? Right. It's funny because like you know, there's so many people who've either been in a wedding or been to a wedding, and no matter what, every single time people just kind of walk around like, okay, where do we go? What do we do? <laughs> so it's just like that guidance for them, um, no matter direction. what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so- absolutely. So what goes into picking vendors for your referral list? Like, are there top qualities that you look for? I would say, you know, ones that we've worked with the most, Mm -hmm. um, ones who bring us clients and then, um, you know, ones that we just get along with and kind of have that same vibe and feel as we do because, People, once they go to our page or find out who we are, they're going to want to kind of relay off kind of our scheme. So whatever our scheme is, they're going to know that our vendors are kind of like that as well. Yeah. So it's just kind of like working in that way. Um, But I mean, I've worked with a bunch of like photographers, um, florists, maybe once or twice, and they're great. I'd recommend them again. But um, I just have like my set list of like who I love and who I know I can trust on that day and be like, oh, they're Mm -hmm. running a little late. It's okay. Like, I know they're going to be here. (laughs) Yeah. It's always so helpful to like know how other vendors work too. So if you've seen them work before, like, like you said, like, oh, if hair and makeup's running behind, it's okay. I know the photographer can keep up with, you know, make Mm -hmm. the first look go a little bit more snappy. So, um, so you mentioned earlier, you have kind of different packages as far as like what, um, a wedding package looks like. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Cause I feel like a lot of people just yeah. assume like it's day of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, right now, I don't know if I'd really consider them packages. Um, it's just at a time and point when the bride and groom get a hold of us. Um, kind of like I said earlier, they can get a hold of us as soon as they get engaged and realize they want to have us tag along or it's kind of halfway through and they're like, okay, I got the big goal done, but I know there's a lot of little things that I need to get um, kind of attended to, but I don't know what that is. Or it's again, like a few months out and they're like, okay, I'm realizing this is a lot more than I think. So I need to find someone to help me. So I'd say there's kind of three different sections that people could meet us for. And it's just kind of to their dismay of when they're needing us to come in and um, assist. But again, I would say mostly everyone 
always inquires about, you know, day of coordination, which I totally understand because that's one reason you're hiring a wedding planner. Um, but working with us from, um, you know, a year out to maybe even six months is also um, a great way to um, start with us as well. And that's kind of our goal is to get clients as soon as they get engaged, they hire us. And then, um, you know, they book the venue and the photographer and kind of work their way down, you know, so we can help with like their budgeting and, um, you know, where they're kind of looking at and making sure that their overall scheme that they're wanting and style is going to fit where they want their venue photographer and everything else. Um, because, you know, you can't pick the tea room and expect to have a country chic wedding, you could, <laughs> but it's going to look a little different, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? So it's just guiding them and making sure that, you know, they're on the right path the entire time. And it's just not miscellaneous little things that are popping in. Um, Cause you know, some brides you get who are very creative and they can plan all that and think of that in their head. And then you have some brides who are like, I don't even care. You do what you want. You tell me who I should pick and who I should go with. And I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> so which bride, I mean, in your dream world, which bride do you prefer? The one that has a ton of ideas or the one that's like, you do it. I don't, I trust you. I would say mostly the one who like says that we can trust you. Um, and we don't really know, like, here's kind of like our idea colors and our looks right. and go back and create a board and then bring it forward to us and then say, yes, that's exactly what I want. Okay. Now who, um, can actually, you know, execute all that and who's going to ah. be like the right florist for that style and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my ideal client. But again, you know, if some brides very creative, then that also helps us where it's like, okay, well, what if you tried this instead? You mm -hmm. know, I bet it's fun to, I don't know. A lot of people hate planning weddings, like planning their own wedding is so stressful. Yeah. I kind of loved the idea of it. Right. Um, and so now it would be like getting to plan a bunch of weddings. If, especially if they were saying you, I trust you come back with a vision board. That sounds like the most fun art project to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. Do you have any wedding day rituals to like get your day started? Do you listen to any specific podcasts, anything to get you going? So it's kind of cheesy. Um, oh, I love it. <laughs> love but, cheese. Right. <laughs> um, I, on the night before, um, so after like rehearsal, typically I would just go back to like my apartment, hang out for the evening, just because I, I know I have a big day coming ahead. Um, and of course, pour myself a glass of wine, you know, Absolutely. and I would actually put on, um, any kind of wedding planning movie or any wedding movie. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you what your favorite wedding planning movie was. Like in the back of my mind this whole time, I was like, I got to ask her, like, is she a JLo wedding planner? Is she like, so tell us which yeah. one's your favorite? I would honestly have to say, I don't really know if it's wedding planning, but I love Bride Wars. So or like good. 27 dresses. It. I've never seen Bride Wars. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah. With Anne Hathaway. Uh, like it's like probably like one of my favorites, but I do love 27 dresses. Um, mm -hmm. even though it's more of like, you know, her like being a bridal party, but I'm like, but I'm always, always the wedding planner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you just waiting to meet your Matthew McConaughey? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Who's oh my goodness. Me away from a <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. She gets stuck in the manhole cover. Uh, Maybe it's I like boyfriend went after me yes yeah. yes I haven't watched that in so long I need to okay so we do have some questions from listeners yeah um mayor had put it on our Instagram story yesterday was it yesterday two days ago of asking if they had any questions for wedding planners and we got some good ones Perfect. um first question is would you consider a planner a luxury investment? I mean, I don't know if I'd really call it a luxury. I would more call it like an essential because that's mm -hmm. kind of what we are. Um, it is a luxury in a sense though, because you get to have that luxury of not having to worry or be stress-free. Um, that's how I would kind of explain it. Again, we're there to have it be your day and to kick back and relax and enjoy that mimosa while we're off doing whatever we need to do. So I would say it is a luxury for the bride itself, but it's not like a luxury in like a price. A mimosa sounds good now. Sorry. <laughs> Just right. really thirsty for one of those, but I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people, you know, they always like 
first thing on their mind is like, okay, I need a venue. I need a photographer and those things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like wedding planners are just, I feel like it's something that you have to get wrong before you get right. You know, right. like you have to have had to plan an event and realize mm-hmm. you could have used the help first. Yeah. And it's funny too, because like, I mean, you think of West coast, East coast brides, um, that's the first thing they automatically go do, but here in the Midwest, they're like, planners I'm like okay why do I need one what's what's so special about them um and again I hate to say it but everyone's always looking at the price point but at the end of the day I'm like don't think about the price point let me sit down with you for 30 minutes and explain to you what I could do for you and ask these like questions that you might not be able to answer haven't even thought of and be like and that's why you should hire us you know it's kind of that sense of um realization it's like oh I why didn't I even think about that you Mm -hmm. know when we started planning our wedding, a wedding planner was like number one on my list. Like no matter how much it costs, I need a wedding planner Mm -hmm. just, you know, to help with that day of. And my, you know, my mom was like, well, like, why do you, like, there's a lot of us, we can all pitch in and help. I'm like, no, that's a problem. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I, yeah. Yeah, We need one person. (laughs) Yeah. So like, and then I explained to her, I was like, no, like, I just want to relax on my day and not worry about love her to death. My sister Tara showing up late and not doing her job that she right. was assigned to do. So just mm-hmm. having one person who can take charge and just do yeah. it all. So I had hey. one bride tell me that, um, she was like, yeah, I don't, I didn't really think about having a wedding plan in the beginning, but she was like, why would I want to plan my own wedding? If I've never planned a wedding before, why not hand it off to someone who's an expert in that field and give them the responsibility. And I was like, you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Speaking of mothers, um, hello, Renee, I know you're listening. We had someone write in and ask about any advice for mother of the bride dresses, any ideas on where to find them, what to stay away from? Um, I would I, say, sorry, I was going to say stay away from white. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> um, I would say definitely stay away from anything that's, um, kind of the color of the bridal party. Um, cause you, you are not part of the bridal party. You are the mother of the bride. So you kind of want to stand out in a way, anything floor length, definitely again, appropriate for your age. I know mothers <laughs> want to be like, look good and sexy and all that stuff, but it's not your day. It's your daughter's day <laughs> or son's day, you know, just very like neutral tones. I would say, um, nothing too bright and bold. Again, um, you can kind of go, with more of a, a tone or color that's kind of, you know, popping in places around the wedding, not something that's like your main focus on the color scheme, just kind of go off that a little bit. Um, and then to where to find them, I would say like, maybe like Yonkers. We have a Yonkers right here, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah. I'll, cause I've looked at like mother of the bride dresses and like some of them do look like grandma like right yeah you don't want to say- wear. yeah yeah it's so. the small jackets that's what mm-hmm. ages them and right. I feel like there's a way to not look like you're trying to dress super young and not look like you're a grandma mm-hmm. and I feel like I the prettiest ones I've seen have been like a high neckline either sleeveless or has like cap sleeves you know sleeves are really good and mm-hmm. floor length simple color but has like beading yeah mm-hmm. really simple yeah. Very and simple. that that way it's classy and timeless and doesn't age you and doesn't either way doesn't make you look like you're trying too hard yeah and doesn't make you look like you're too old Mm-hmm. Right. I actually photographed a wedding earlier this year and one of the mother of the brides, her dress was altered and then some of the extra fab- fabric she used to make a mask. So she was looking real glam. I loved it. I love that. Oh, That's it was hilarious. so good. I also, but I was watching um, Sex in the City 2 today. I've never seen it and I've heard it's terrible. And they just announced that they were like reviving the series on HBO. What? So I was like, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. that on the Today Show this morning. With the same cast? Without uh, control. Everyone except With- Samantha. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I got to see the second one to, to keep up. And there's a scene in it where Samantha is on the red carpet and like she's wearing this dress where everyone is like, oh, that dress is too young for you. And then Miley Cyrus shows up next to her wearing the same, same. dress. It's a terrible yeah. movie, but it's so terrible. It's good. It's you know great. what I mean? Right. Like, I, I still yeah. love it. Right. 
Last question from our listeners is, I'm a teacher, but secretly want to plan weddings on the side. Is this feasible? I would say, yeah. I mean, you did it, right? Yeah. yeah. I had a full-time job and being a teacher, honestly, might probably be the best one because you have your summers off. Mm -hmm. That's when most weddings happen. Only downside to that though, is um, you would only be able to do Saturday weddings. Um, Friday weddings would probably be a little difficult for you unless you had a team. Um, and you would have to make sure the rehearsals at a certain time every sa- or every Friday as well. Um, and all I have to say is just get ready for long, long days. Um, I call it the wedding hangover on Sunday because uh, it's real. <laughs> it's so real to go back to work the whole next week for 40 hours. So it is tough, but it is definitely doable. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, um, reach out to us cause we will be looking for interns this summer. So if you're curious or want to give it a shot and see if it is a role. So that's one thing that we're always, you know, I always love doing is helping people kind of find that career path. And if they want to, um, proceed in this. So yeah, I mean, I did it. It's hard. It's long hours, but it was fun. <laughs> I think it's wonderful that you're building a community and helping people see if that is the right choice for them because it is a scary jump to just switch careers altogether mm-hmm. without I mean with photography a lot of the time they say you know you should second shoot with somebody before you decide if weddings are for you I didn't go that route which was stupid um luckily it was for me anyway Mm -hmm. but um I highly when I talk to newer photographers I'm always like go work with somebody that does this to make sure this is for you because I I think in the wedding vendor business in general there's a misconception of they work on Saturdays and then they have the rest of the week off Mm -hmm. or for me, you know, like you're just, you're taking pictures on Saturday. Why are you so tired on the Sunday? That type of thing. And so it's, it's a lot of explaining, like, have you ever been in a wedding? Mm -hmm. How tired are you at the the next day after you were in a wedding? So imagine if you were working that, like you had to be on the whole day yeah it's exhausting because you have to be on the whole day because like we talked about earlier you know the bridesmaid might be watching you to hire you and if there's a moment like where you're just in the background and you look pissed off and angry then Mm -hmm. that's going to send off a bad vibe so you need to be on the whole day you're on your feet you're probably oh not gosh, yeah. drinking until later in the night. I mean, or eating. I try or, to eat snacks and I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't eaten yet today. All I had is coffee. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, so Absolutely. I think that that's the biggest misconception. And so I feel like it's just a really great thing that you're doing, bringing in people to have them see if it's a good fit before they dive all in. Yeah. I started off as an intern for my company. And now yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I know so I'm last, all about that. <laughs> last little bit before we kind of wrap up, we have a fun little game for you. It's just a rapid fire this or that between like wedding planning decisions. So okay. are you ready? Sure. <laughs> so I'm going to say two things and then you just pick your favorite out of those two. Okay. First one, first look or no first look? First look. Wait, can we all answer? Yeah. I Allie, say first look. Yeah. First look. Indoor or outdoor ceremony? <laughs> I'd say it depends on like the time of year that they want to do it, but I would probably say indoor, honestly. Really? If it depends on lighting. Um, so outdoor probably if the lighting is good. I say outdoor just for the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, food truck meal or sit down catered? Food truck. I had a bride date that one time and I absolutely loved it it's so like non-traditional and maybe it's because I am in the wedding industry and then we see it all the time but like I am so like horrid brides who are want to take a little different leap and do something different so I say food trucks I like both I've never been to one with a food truck but I'm sure I would love it but I do love to be served my meal yeah it's kind of nice but Mm -hmm food truck we're doing one for our wedding so that's a little bias there okay (laughs) head table or sweetheart table honestly I say king's table 
What's what that? is that? So it's where the whole bridal party is like kind of facing in toward each other instead of just being in a straight line. The reason I say that is because I've actually been in a wedding where um, we were sitting at the head table and I was on the end and I had no one to talk to. And so mm-hmm. it's just really awkward because everyone's staring at you and I'd rather be like intimate with everyone else and be able to like talk to everyone. Um, and then having the bride and groom on the end of the table. So that's they still kind of get that sweetheart. Yeah. It's kind of like family style seating. Yep. That, that's kind of what we did where it was like a square without the, the middle, the middle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, that. I agree. I like a head table at least, or I mean, any version of a head table where everybody's involved, because yeah. if I'm choosing my wedding party, I want them to be a part of it the whole time. Exactly. We're doing sweetheart just because all of our wedding party, all their significant others are just guests. Okay. So we want them to still sit. With yeah. Them. And see, that's also the hard decision sometimes too, is if everyone does have a significant other, those tables can be really big and they're like, well, do I put them up close to us? And it's like, you can, or you can just yeah. have them join, but yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Long train or a long veil? Both. <laughs> mm. Long train. Yeah. I think I long veil for me. I like both. So yeah. Just because a train can get like kind of cumbersome after a while. Yeah. And it's gotta, gotta be like bustle. not too like fluffy. Yeah. Where you have like a weird like tail afterwards when you mm-hmm. bustle it. So yeah. Yeah. It also absolutely. really depends. Yeah. Okay. Last two. Big wedding party or a small wedding party? I'm all about a big wedding party, to be quite honest. It's more fun for pictures. I know it's hard to corral everyone. It can get expensive, but um I don't know. I like it's a called a party, party for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I had eight bridesmaids, so I guess I'll go big. But I do love a timeline of a, of a small wedding party. Right. <laughs> if I'm working it, I'm like, oh, we don't hardly have to wait for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I've done weddings where they've had like two people on each side, and it's just it goes so fast. So, so fast. Okay. Yeah. Last one: rustic venue or urban venue? Urban urban I'm torn (laughs) I love rustic because like you get the trees and stuff but urban is like can be so cool so I'm Mm -hmm. torn yeah there's like a lot of different ways you can go with urban Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. yeah I like a a blank slate type of venue where it's not Mm -hmm. you can if you wanted rustic you could do rustic if you wanted more industrial you know classic you could go that way too um I I love a barn and things like that but then I feel like you're pigeonholed into what kind of design for your wedding that you would have to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah that was fun yeah it was. <laughs> we should do stuff like that more often I, I know like well Shelly thank you so much for coming on at the end yes. of every episode we do a little bit of a toast to something that's helped us in the last week Allie already knows what hers is. So I'm going to have her go first and then I'll yeah. go and then you can go. I bought, a, I bought a miter saw. And Good for you. I know. And <laughs> I feel powerful <laughs> when, I, when I use it. Oh, it's so fun. And <laughs> which is weird to say. But so we have, for people who don't know, I'll have to post a picture of our house on the Instagram we have a super unique looking house, um, kind of cottagey looking, wouldn't you say, Mayor? Cottage core, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have these built-ins in the house that I I do love, but I felt like they were looking cluttered, so I took everything off of them, and I'm filling them with firewood. But the firewood needed to be cut in half, and we only had one of those saws that are like the I don't know how to describe it. It's like yeah. the tiniest little blade. And I was like, I can just cut it with this. And Joe's like, no, no, that's no. going to take you <laughs> so long. And so we went and I got the saw and I'm super excited about it. And I want to do like every project around our house, but I'll have to post the after of getting all the firewood in there, except now everybody's DMing me about bugs coming out of the firewood, which 
I just think is a mean thing to bring up. (laughs) Don't tell someone that. Don't tell me that. No one wants to know that. It's ignorance. (laughs) I don't want to know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm going to toast to tea. Ooh, I love tea. Tea. I have been trying to... The new new year, new me, you know, that whole thing. I realized last year that like every night I would just sit down and have a couple alcoholic beverages. And I'm like, there's no reason. I don't need to do that. It was just like the act of like, okay, my day's done. I'm going to enjoy a different drink. So now I'm going to drink tea in the evenings instead. You know, I drink hella tea, but you have to have an alcoholic drink tonight. Well, yeah, I said, I told Josh, I was like, the only times I'm going to like drink in the evenings is like if it's date night or like we have people. Bachelor. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. So I can't, I'm not just going to drink for the heck of it anymore. I recommend passion tea. I've had that at your house. At my house. Yeah. It's so good. I'm a big like peppermint tea person because it doesn't have any caffeine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also love a good ice jasmine tea. Ooh. Peppermint tea always feels so good on my throat if you have like a sore mm-hmm. throat, but the passion tea that I have doesn't have caffeine either. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Shelly, what are you toasting to? Um, I am toasting to, um, so I wasn't going to be able to run in the Des Moines women's half marathon this year, um, because I was supposed to actually go on a yoga retreat to Morocco. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> What's well, really yeah, sad? I can't sentence. <laughs> but I'm good to go um, in 2022. They had to postpone it because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I don't can't go to that this year, I actually get to participate again in the Des Moines Women's Half Marathon. Um, I think this will be my fourth year running in it. Fourth? That's crazy. Good yeah. for you, girl. So, I'm excited. And on the best of it, um, the Morocco trip next year actually is in the middle of May and not um, at the end of April, beginning of May. So I still get to do it again next year. So that's wonderful. I feel I've like always wanted to go to Morocco. Going to knows. Morocco for a yoga retreat sounds like the premise of a book where you like you meet a man over there at your yoga retreat like I would read that book on a beach somewhere right yeah I'm super I'm, stoked oh, so cool. well thank you again for coming on we are yes, so excited we had the opportunity to talk with you and listeners don't forget to hit that subscribe button give us a five-star rating write us a nice little review because I swear Allie and I cry every time we read a new one um yeah it's true it's just uh, Allie and I next week so we have a cool podcast coming your way Ooh, it is yeah. <laughs> that's exciting <laughs> also follow us on Instagram at head table talk and where can they find you Shelly Yes. So they can find us on Instagram at terracotta underscore events. Um, And then um, we're working on a website, but we do have one um, just to go fill out our forms right now. And that's terracottadsm.com. And then you can find us on Facebook at terracotta events DSM. I hope I get to work with you soon. I'm going to have to send some of my brides your way. Yeah, absolutely. Send them all. We would love to work with you guys. Yeah. I I feel like I always have my when my brides book me, they ask for referrals. So I'll have to send them your way. Perfect. Yes. Well, well thank, thank you, you all so for much. listening and we will be back next week. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Love you. I'm ready when you are. Sugar pie, honey buns, apple of my eye.